0: All right, so you said um, that you were still in Tampa. Are uh, you a sports fan? Did you watch the Bucs in the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, Bucks. <laughs> Listen, Tampa sports this year, you know, we're on the money because <laughs> the Lightning, hello. Yeah. Bucks, hello. And the Rays made it to the World Series, to the seventh <laughs> game. Great series. Right. So, yeah, Tampa Bay in the house.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's cool about the Tampa teams too is they don't feel like one off. Like when the Royals won the World Series a couple of years ago, like the Miami Heat making it to the finals. The, these, these Tampa teams, they feel like they could win some more championships. Like I don't think the Bucks are slowing down. They brought back their entire team. Um, the Lightning yeah. somehow feel like they're even better now than they were last year. I know the, what's his name got injured? Kutrov or whatever his name is might is out for the season, but um yeah they got some cool players is is sports opening up down there can you go to some of the games
1: you can i mean the stadiums are pretty light but they are allowing some fans in i'll tell Mm -hmm. you what that's i miss i miss going to those games because i love baseball baseball's my number one Mm -hmm. Uh, okay yeah so i miss going to those games but i mean hopefully they'll start to open up a little bit more and more and more because you know a lot of people are getting their vaccines and so
0: we'll see. Mm-hmm.
2: That's yeah. 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 Oh. I was, I was, I have to say, I was not a Tom Brady fan. I, you know, I'm, I'm from Tennessee, so I love Peyton Manning. So I was like, ah, Tom Brady sucks. He's the rival, but I can't help but cheer for him when he's at Tampa. He's, he's, he's doing, right? he's doing some stuff. I never thought he would. The, I was always like, oh, he can't do anything without Belichick, but he's, he's doing stuff.
1: He is doing stuff. And listen, he was in Boston. Okay, I'm from New York. Boston, New York, we don't mix. You know, like yeah. I, I hated the Patriots when he was on the Patriots. I was like, oh, Tom Brady, gross. Then he comes down to the, <laughs> the Bucks. Yeah, right? and you're like, okay, well, you got to join the bandwagon. You got to be a Bucks fan, right? And you can't deny his talent. You cannot deny his talent. So mm-hmm. now, now that he's on the Bucks, Tom Brady all the way.
0: Woo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's incredible too. just consider how old he is. And like, I just, I like, I respect that he's willing to take like all these pay cuts. Like he's making less now after winning the super bowl than he did last season, just so they can afford to bring everyone back and try to do it again. Now, granted, he probably makes quadruple that in all of his endorsements and businesses. Right. So is he really losing that much money? Um, uh, I don't maybe. really
1: feel sorry for him from a money standpoint, but the guy's mm-hmm. a legend. You know, you, he's a goat. You gotta, you gotta give him that. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you, Casey. You know, he's an up and coming, but he wasn't ready yet. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. So being, being, um, spending how much time you did in New York. Uh, when it comes to baseball, do you are you all Rays or are you Mets or who are you rooting for?
1: Uh So that is such a tough uh, discussion (laughs) to have because, you know, uh, my husband was a diehard Met fan.
0: My Mm. brother
1: a diehard Yankee fan. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And we've been in Tampa, you know, for a long time. So I went to, you know, my son loved baseball. I took him to so many Rays games. I knew Mm. every single Rays player. So when the Yankees played the race, I'm not gonna lie, I did wear a Yankees jersey. Mm-hmm. I have a race jersey, I have a Yankees jersey, um, but uh, yeah, I root for the race. Okay, yeah,
0: Mets are looking good this year. Though. They're my pick to win it all. I think they got a, they got really? the best offense. I think they're
1: pick play? to win it all. I mean,
0: the Mets. Have you it. seen their team? Yeah.
1: That's a they're all right
2: that's a big statement but uh is statement.
1: it that big
0: i, I well, mean I they got, the they, were they were all they, i mean they they were already one of the best teams in the league last year they picked up francisco lindor one of the best hitters in baseball they still have the grom the best pitcher in all of baseball and now Cindergaard is going to be healthy again. they're my pick they're my pick and I'm a Pirates
2: fan. I don't know All what right. you mean man. The Cardinals are winning the whole thing. What do you mean?
1: <laughs> uh, I
0: can't even name can't even name three people on their team. Oh uh, my the gosh.
2: The Rays
1: have taken it no. this year. The Rays have taken it this year. <laughs> you know,
2: I I've, I've been to the Rays uh stadium. I, I watched a game and uh it's it's a weird experience being inside like that.
1: I gotta it tell is. you. Well, I mean, I don't I like the inside because it rains every day in the summer and so you don't have to worry about that, but Mm-hmm. um what's sad about it is that the the fans you know like they don't fill the stadium they yeah do not mm-hmm. fill the stadium and it's and it's sad when when the yankees come to town when the red sox come to town there's more red sox and yankee fans than tampa bay fans so people in tampa gotta get on the bandwagon and uh at least root for tampa when you know you're home
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay Yep. Well, so, so I wanted to ask, um, and this kind of relates to my follow-up question uh, to sort of dive into survivor, did did you spend have you spent most of your life um, down in Florida or up in New York? Like where did you kind of grow up
1: mostly? Well, I grew up in New York fully, and I moved mm-hmm. as an adult after I got married to to Maryland. so i've I've lived a lot of places. I lived in. okay. Maryland. I've lived in Texas. I've lived in Florida, New Jersey, the Philippines, Kansas City, and back to Florida. So wow. there you have it. Okay.
0: So was there anything from growing up in New York that you think translated to, um, like, how you played the game on Worlds of Art?
1: I think um, my street smarts, you know, like, growing up in New York, it's it's a totally different experience than than growing up in Florida, let's say. You know, I mm-hmm. had a lot more freedom than I gave any of my kids and, you know, just that kind of lifestyle. Um, so yeah, I think that, um, well, I mean, you know, everyone says New Yorkers have a little bit of, of an edge. Uh, I don't know if if that showed up in my, in my season playing. Uh, obviously, I had some RBF going on because uh, one of the fans put like 27 pictures of me and my resting bitch face. So, I mean, that <laughs> could know, but, you know, I think that's all New York.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I, 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 that, that surprises me, you know, because, I mean, you went out there and uh, the castaways were calling you Mama C. Usually when a <laughs> castaway is called Mama, they're a huge social threat because everybody likes them. It's the Mama, you know? Yeah.
1: No, I got along with everybody except for maybe um, Shereen. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I had a great, great experience on the show, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was the oldest one on my season. That that puts you at a disadvantage right from the, from the beginning because yeah. people look at you like, you know, you're old and you can't do anything. And I'm like, okay, test me, honey. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, that's the kind of edge I think I had, you know, because I always tried to push myself, you know, to do more than, than the, the younger kids because, you know, you got to show them that you can hang. So, um, I was always getting up, you know, manning the fire. I was always getting firewood. I was always walking, working around camp, you know, mm-hmm. when other people were like, you know, chilling. So,
0: right. Now did you um you didn't know that it was gonna be like the theme coming in, right? Like you didn't know till you got there, the white collar, blue collar, no collar. Okay, so do you um like are you happy with the theme? Like do you think that you fit the white collar mold well? Well,
1: I mean, I'm I'm white collar. My job is yeah. white collar, I've always been white collar. But interestingly mm-hmm. enough, I I um I have a blue-collar mindset also you know, in terms of work ethic. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if something needs to be done around camp, I'm going to, you know, pitch in and and get things done. But yeah, I mean, I was white collar through and through. I worked up until the day before, you know, I left for the show. It's not like I practiced any survival skills note to self, not a great strategy. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I was definitely white collar, but but it's funny because, you know, like right off the bat, the blue collars and the no collars are like, oh my God, we hate the white collars, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you get this stigma like right from day one, which I didn't really mind. It was kind of like fun um, because then it just gave me like this, this um, push to like try and get to know the other people on the other tribes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny It's funny you say that about uh, you having a, a blue collar mentality. You know, um, my daddy teaches uh, leadership classes at a college, and, and and yeah, he I mean he talks about that that if you're a leader in a in a white collar position, then you do have to have that worth that ethic that usually is attributed to the blue collars. Um, but there are subdivisions, if you want to call them that, in the white collars where. There's the what you are, which is the executives who, who are making the decisions and have the hard work ethics. And then there's the others who sit at the desk and do the work. Were there any of those white collars on your tribe, do you think? Did anybody have that mentality?
1: Um, honestly, I, I really don't think so. I think there was more of the – I mean, there were a lot of people – who were wanting to be in charge. Okay. Yeah. Um, and listen, I like being in charge. I'm not gonna, I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna say that I don't. Right. But I made a conscious effort not to be in charge on the show because people in charge, it never goes well for them.
2: Yeah.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Um, I took a step back from what, what I'm used to in a working environment.
2: Yeah, I think it worked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously you had, you had great strategic play. I mean you got to the end um you know if it it wasn't for mike's crazy immunity runs you're definitely the winner and i mean you definitely made an impact on the fans where you know we still want to see you back Uh, uh, we we still want you back don't worry (laughs)
1: thank you thank you from your lips to freaking jeff probes come on
2: i mean it seems like every it seems like every fan cast has you on it in some way, shape, or form, whether that's a second chance, a heroes versus villain, something of that nature. Right. Um yeah, I wish you so were it's on time second chance, to get but... me back,
1: you know, I don't want to be a hundred by the time I get back on the show. Although, <laughs> although now's like the perfect time because when I win mm-hmm. this time, I'll be the oldest winner on Survivor. Mm. Okay. That I will most definitely take.
0: Hmm. Who's the? I'm trying to think who the oldest winner is now. Is it uh Tina? Bob is it? It was yeah, oh, Bob, Bob Crowley, of course. Bob, of course.
2: Don't don't forget my man, Adam. Come on now. Huh?
0: <laughs> That's Gideon's uh, favorite season. I believe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that, Gideon. Um, we um, we uh, me and Gideon just did a, a podcast just yesterday where we casted our dream cast of. A heroes versus villains two season, uh, where we only looked at people from. You were a hero.
1: I was a hero, yes. All right.
0: You were a hero. Um, We did. We we only looked at people from Nicaragua up until um, Island of the Idols. Uh, We didn't include anyone from Winners at War, so we were a bit. Uh, limited, but we tried to do the same kind of limitations that uh, they had for the first Heroes versus Villains season. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I think pretty it was me, Gideon, and then um, I don't know if you have ever been on the Survivor Specialists or seen their their show, but um, they were helping us out. I think you were pretty much a unanimous pick um, to be on yeah, the Heroes I- tribe. So I, think- I wanted to ask, is, is that? Season you would like to, it seems like you would come back to, to just about any season, but if you like, got to pick of like what your dream season to come back as a fan watching, like, would you want it to be Heroes and Villains or Second Chance or, um, you know, like Honestly, uh, Blood and Water? Or,
1: the, I definitely don't want Blood and Water because then, uh, although it would be fun to play with somebody in my family, mm-hmm. um, because we're all so competitive. Uh, I would be so worried about them. Like, mm-hmm. I actually tried out for Blood versus Water season 29 mm-hmm. and they picked mm-hmm. Misty and Baylor instead of uh, me and Gabby. Um, mm. but, but I think it happened for a reason, right? Because, you know, if you're on with your daughter or your son or whatever, you're always going to be worried about them, right? And so it's enough to just worry about yourself and Survivor and now you have to worry about somebody else. So... Um, I would prefer to play alone. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing about themes is, um, they last, you know, you can call it whatever you want to call it, right? Heroes versus villains, second chances, whatever it is, you're starting with two teams, you're starting with three teams, whatever, you're going to mix it up. It's all about the players. The theme doesn't really define the game the players define the game. So honestly, to me, it doesn't matter what you call it. Just put my ass back on there. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, we're glad to hear that you still want to play. Um, and the fans definitely want you back. Uh, yeah. Listen,
1: I'm working out. I did a pull up for the first time in like 20 years. I'm like, yeah, baby. Let's make it happen.
2: <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go. Very cool. I, um, so one of the, I think most memorable moments, uh, you know, for someone who made it all the way to the end, like yourself, usually the, the some of the most memorable moments come towards that, like late stretch. But I think one of your greatest moments was your reaction to finding uh, that idol um, early on. So I, I wanted to know, like, uh, did we even see all of it? Like, how, well, first of all, how long did it take to find that idol? Because, you know, on TV, we only it only seemed like it was a short time. Uh, but how long did you look and, and what did that moment feel like uh, finding the idol?
1: So actually it didn't really take me that much time to find it. I, it was like,
2: okay, it
1: was, it was like a miracle. Um, I was looking for bamboo and you know, when you're looking for bamboo, you're just looking around and, um, you know, honestly, I don't know how long it took because, you know, we were, we got there and, you know, trying to get things together, but, um, you know, I went back and forth a couple of times, got the bamboo, and then, you know, I saw that weird tree. And so I'm like, well, in my mind, I'm thinking, if you're going to hide something, you got to hide it somewhere where people, it, it, it's got to stick out a little bit, right? The tree looked super weird to me. It wasn't like a normal tree. And so, like, I'm having this conversation with myself, and then mm-hmm. I just start digging around, and... I find the idol and I was like, Oh my God, are you freaking kidding me right now? Like, this is great. And now my heart's palpitating. I'm like frantic, like, (laughs) Oh my God, I got to hide this idol so quick. I felt like I ran like five miles and I'm just (laughs) running, 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 running to hide this, this idol. And, um, I mean, I ran pretty far and, and then, you know, like we're, we're practically on another island <laughs> and they're like okay you can stop running now <laughs> <laughs> like they're panting <gasps> the, the cameras are following me they're oh like, like the cameraman
0: okay <laughs> that's funny is there um i was always i was always curious like is there like a limit like if you would keep walking like production would be like okay you got to stop venturing or like you guys, like how, how wide is the camp? Um, Cause from what we see. The camp is, pretty big. See,
1: the, the camp is okay. pretty big, but there is a limit.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, it's a very wide stretch, um, mm-hmm. but, but there is limit. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I've always been curious about that. So when you said five miles, I was wondering if that was uh
1: It wasn't really five fight. miles. It, it felt like it because <laughs> I felt like I was running forever. Like my heart was Mm -hmm. was going beating a mile a minute. And, you know, then, you know, when we're far enough away, it was kind of like a confessional where I open Mm -hmm. the idol, I show what I got and, you know, then I hit it. And then I went back to find it that night and I didn't find it and I was freaking out. (laughs) I'm literally, because everyone is sleeping at like freaking eight o'clock. Who goes to bed at eight o'clock? Not me, right? They, as soon as the sun went down, every single person on my tribe was like sleeping. Well, I'm a hmm. night owl, so I'm up till two, three in the morning, you know, like, no, I can't go to sleep at eight. And so I would just walk the beach by myself at night, Yeah. walk the beach. The, the moon was so bright, you could, it was like light out. And that night it was, it was uh, I snuck away from camp, everyone was sleeping. And I know I was gone for a while because I was searching for my idol in the pitch black. You know, because Mm -hmm. it was in a place that was dark. And I'm saying to myself, because I'm climbing on these rocks. And I'm saying to myself, I'm going to kill myself right now. Nobody's going to find me because they don't even know where I am. Mm -hmm. And then I hear people calling me. So I go back. And I was like, yeah, my God, I was just walking the beach, you know, (laughs) making something up. And then I I, I went back the next day and got it.
2: Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, well, well. Uh, speaking of uh, big uh, moments in the show, the uh, last auction ever. Rest in peace to the auction. Uh, to the <laughs> auction, by the way. But um, I
1: know why is that the last auction. I love
2: the auction. Uh, because a uh, fellow cast member broke the auction, and now it's never happening again. So you have uh, her to think for that. But you know um also after she did that though mike brought his uh my- mike waited in line and uh, didn't take the uh, letter um that was a big moment and you had one of the biggest reactions to it by immediately oh asking for it back really
1: you know my reaction because i was
2: like oh hell no i mean i mean <laughs> we, we we as fans saw mike walk back and then you immediately get up and go I want it back, you know, so I mean, walk me through that. How, how, how did that go?
1: That went like that, maybe a little bit stronger. I <laughs> really? was furious. I was like, there is no freaking way that I am getting my letters then because we made a deal. Give me my money back. Yeah. And um, and then could finally you do my- that?
2: Why? Could you even do that? Could you even do that? I don't know. I mean-
1: I don't know. Okay. I don't think anybody knew because we were like, what's going on right now? And then I looked yeah. at Mike like, oh, really? I was, I was livid beyond words. And, um, and so then when he, when he got his letters, uh, everything worked out fine. But
2: well, besides the fact that he officially burned all the bridges, <laughs>
1: yeah, besides the fact that I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was wild. It was it was pretty funny actually. I mean, it was yeah. it's not, it was not funny then. I was at,
2: I Yeah, was at the good. at the time it, it was very funny, but and no. and it, it was just really surprising to see because after that it was like he put himself on the outs. I mean, did you right. I mean, we saw you guys working together a little bit afterwards, but I mean, was he really the outcast that the edit made him look like afterwards?
1: 100%. He was definitely the outcast. If we could have gotten him out at any point at that time, he was gone. No yeah. questions asked, he would have been mm. gone. Um, but yeah, he put himself on the outs, but you know, of course I'm watching him win everything. Of course I'm going to align with him. Right. I'm yeah. The one, I'm the one who gave him Intel and, you know, brought him into to to, to my confidence, um, so that I had both sides, but mm-hmm. yeah. We were definitely working together. Um,
2: well, you were... The, yeah, I mean, at least you were giving him the time of day. I mean...
1: Yeah, nobody else was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So which uh, which moment do you hold more
0: dear to your heart? Is it uh, winning fire or is it finding uh, that first title?
1: Um, I don't know if I actually have, like, which is better because I had goals going in. Mm -hmm. Right. So goal number one, don't get voted out first. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And I got two votes. So I was like, shit, all right. But I found the idol, so that was fine. Um goal number two, (laughs) find an idol. Right? Mm -hmm. Goal number three, make it to the merge. Goal number four, win individual immunity goal. Number five, make it to final four goal. Number six, make it to the final tribal and goal. Number seven, win the game six out of seven. Yeah. yeah.
0: So oh, and I was playing curious the idol
1: at the right time is, is, uh, I don't think that was a goal, but that was a, um, bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's hard yeah. To do, so respect for that. Cause I mean, it's, it's hard to play an auto correctly, but you got it.
1: Yeah. And it was so funny because I only, I wanted to, I wa- I didn't want to use it that day. I wanted to use it, you know, one more day mm-hmm. because, because that was, that would have been the last time that I could use it. Yeah. But, I knew my name was coming up. I just did not think that every single person in the tribe except for Mike was gonna write my, da- my name down. Mm-hmm. But it turned out to be like, for me, like one of the most fun tribals because like not only did I get six votes, but I got like seven votes because the extra vote was also part of that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, "Oh <there's> yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, That was a great moment, and I mean, it really speaks to, you know, you were the only person that really gave Mike the time of day, and it was, it was a great social play on your part from getting that intel from him.
1: Yep. Yep. Do you, do
0: you think, um, I'm sure you, you've thought about this, uh, well, first I want to know, do you think if uh, Rodney had made it to the ends, um, would Mike still have, do you think he still would have blocked to win, do you think that you probably would have voted for Mike to win?
1: If it was between Rodney and Mike, mm-hmm. I would have yeah. voted Mike hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Mike played a great game. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we uh, one of one of our um, and he podcasted me too. Yeah. Oh, Mike would have. I I
2: I, yeah. I believe I believe that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the uh, podcasts me and Gideon did a couple weeks ago was. Uh, we went winner by winner, all forty of them, uh, or thirty if you consider as thirty eight winners, um, and we count and we tier ranked uh, how impressive we thought that their win was, considering um, you know how much power they had throughout the game, who their competition was, what you know moves they made, et cetera, et cetera, uh, on a scale from you know grading them either an A, a B, a C, or a D, or we gave an S tier to. A couple like three or four uh, you know iconic people um i'm curious where where do you think you would put uh the winner of your season mike um on, on a tier rank what grade mike do you is, think you give his win?
1: mike is top 10. i'll tell oh, you okay mike. mike is top 10 because a he was a strong competitor from the get-go and and still made it throughout the game before mm-hmm. he started winning mm-hmm Number two is there's only six people in the history of Survivor that have won five immunity challenges to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. He's one of them. And out of those six, I think there's only two that have won the game. Right, Tom, Westerman, West, what's his yeah. name?
0: West- yeah, Westman, yeah, Tom and Mike. Yeah. Tom and,
2: Tom and Tom Mike I'm- are the only two
1: are the only two winners, right? That's correct. So can't take that away from him. And if he didn't win all of those immunities, we would have voted him out without blinking an eye. Mm-hmm. Just like that. So he did everything he had to do to stay in that game, even to the point where, you know, finding that stupid immunity idol, because <laughs> it they have been mine. And... <laughs> That could have changed my entire game. Mm -hmm. So not that I'm bitter in any way, Um, but yeah, I am. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So I think he played a great game. And the only person that he had semi on his side towards the end was me. And if he would have lost, I would have voted him out in a heartbeat. So he didn't really have me 100%. He had me a teeny tiny bit because we were working together as we had to. Um, So I think he played a fabulous game, Um, even though I know that if he wasn't in there, I would have won 100%.
2: I mean, yeah, yeah. And You, you, you say he had a fabulous game. I agree. It was, it was a great game. If you, if you would have won, uh, I probably would have ranked him higher. Than, I probably would have ranked you higher than Mike, to be honest. And I think one of the reasons that uh, some survivor commentators knock Mike's game is the fact that he made one of the stupidest moves a winner could ever make with the auction uh, move. If he yeah. doesn't do that, where does he stand with you guys?
1: We still, we still had him. Listen, we were in a tight alliance, and, mm-hmm. and I had every intention of keeping that alliance going
2: mm-hmm. to
1: make it to the final seven. Mm-hmm. And, and Rodney was trying to, to switch that up, and I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not switching it up right now because you still have Joe in the game. You still have some of those no-callers in the game that you could not, you don't know where they sit. They change their mind just like this, and you got to get rid of them, right? Because at least we know that we know where, where how we're going to vote up until this point. So, um, so I was not going for the strategy of getting Mike out right then and there. It was mm-hmm. I, I would not have done that. To me, Joe is a much bigger threat. He's he was 25 years old. You know, like yeah. you can't. Mike was, what, 38 or something when he played? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I was competing against people 30 years younger than me. So yeah, I wanted to get the young ones out first.
0: Right. Understandable. Yeah, I, I agree, I, I, uh, I really like Mike's win. We also had him um, in our Heroes versus Villains 2 Dreamcast. We had him coming back on the Heroes Tribe. So hey, maybe you guys can um, both come Stay back. Together. And- play together i would i wanted him to win his war really bad i'm, I'm disappointed we didn't get to see him i thought he would have been a, a perfect um mix between like uh kind of like what they call like the dark ages reason kind of like uh era and kind of like the advantage era where now he's kind of like the perfect in-between winner of those two eras i thought um i don't know he seemed like he'd be perfect but to mix the cast up a little bit but I yeah, I wanted, wasn't to be. I
1: wanted to see him bad. I thought he would have played a great game. And I thought, you know, listen, I think he plays a, – he's a very smart player. Next time mm-hmm. we play, um, I told him that I'll be number one and you can be number two. I think that's only fair.
0: <laughs> very cool. Um, are you still – do you still talk to Mike? Is there anyone uh, else from your season you're still, uh, you know, in contact with, you're still friends with?
1: I talk to a lot of people on my season. There's only a handful of people that I don't talk to.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. It's always good to
2: keep those uh, connections because maybe you might need them in the future.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's... I don't know that there's going to be a whole lot of people that are going to be playing back from my season. Yeah. (laughs) They've already had four play again. So I'm just waiting for one more. So are we, yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly, but no, it's like you know when when you're on a show like this and you know you go through an experience together with um with people, um you know you're kind of like the you've got this bond that a lot of people just don't understand because you know, let's right. see I was probably with um mike for i don't know 20 something days on the island or something Mm -hmm. um yeah i think he might have been the longest person that i was on with or maybe will because will i was on no collar beach with so will 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 would have been there Uh, but anyway uh, you have these bonds that last a lifetime you know it does and it doesn't even matter if you're on the same season, because, you know, there's a small community of survivor people and Mm. it's just um, amazing how, um, how close and just friendly and they understand. And I don't know, they're supportive, you know, obviously I I went through a lot in the last couple of years and uh, my survivor community was there to back me up and to help me through you know, the tough times and yeah, they'll be friends for life. That's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's great to hear.
1: Um,
0: And uh, it seemed like your season was a very uh, amongst amongst, I I think it was a very competitive season too. It seemed like a lot of people really get their 100s. And I know when, Seasons like that nature happen. It can burn a lot of bridges. Uh, can cause people to not want to stay in contact. Um, just because you know people just giving it their one hundred and uh, you know that no looking back attitude. So it's cool that uh you've been able to stay in contact with with a lot of those. people. That's great to hear. Because there was definitely some great uh some great characters and a lot of fan favorites uh, from your season that you got to to play with. So it's definitely cool to hear.
1: Yeah. It was definitely a competitive season. People were definitely, you know, there were some folks that didn't know anything about the game going in and, right. <laughs> um, and then there were some of us that, you know, listen, I've watched every single season of survivor, but I am not one of those people that can rattle off, you know, uh, season nine, the fourth immunity challenge was blah, blah, blah. I don't know any of that. I don't even know what season nine was. I just know that I've watched every season. Um, I don't know that I could name every single solitary winner in order, but mm-hmm. I've watched every season, you know, and i um, one of those types of fans. Yeah. Um, so there are, there, there are people that had less than that and people that had more than that. Yeah, right. That
2: is that is so interesting that you bring that up because it seems like the more survivors that me and Adam talk to, the more similarities we're finding. It seems like most of the people that we're talking to are that type of fan uh, because we're interviewing people who are successful in the game. It seems like something tied with success is still knowing, you know, the game, but not being that ultra strategy, you know, strategy bot that that, yes. that some people are. That
0: over uh, overthinks everything. Yeah, who
2: overthinks yeah. things, you know, like, oh, I could do this, but, you know, two moves on, this might happen, so maybe I shouldn't do that, you know?
1: Yeah, see, my philosophy, you know, it's not like, I did not go into the game saying to myself, on day one, you're going to do this, mm-hmm. your first confessional, you're going to say this, you know, I'm a go-with-the-flow kind of person, right? So... I got there. I'm enjoying the moment. I'm living, you know, on an island with nothing. And, you know, so when I went to my confessionals, I told them exactly how I felt at that moment. Mm -hmm. Nothing was pre-rehearsed. I didn't have anything locked in my head, you know, saying, don't forget to say this, like none of that. So um, to me, it was just an experience. So it's a day by day experience. So when I saw things that happen, but you know, it's really funny. You, you're definitely paranoid out there. yeah. And when you hear people talk, it doesn't matter. Um, like I changed my mindset on Shireen and Max in a matter of a minute
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: because I was walking by, And I heard them talking Mm -hmm. and I heard them say something like that was a triple blindside last night, triple, triple. That means I was included in the blindside. So from that moment on, I said, that's it. I can't trust them. (laughs) How crazy is that? Right? I didn't, I didn't confront them. I didn't ask them about it. I didn't ask what they were talking about. I heard it and I made a decision just like that. That's Mm -hmm. how quickly things can change in the game. From a stupid comment that Max had no idea why I was after him. Mm -hmm. Max and Shireen, neither one of them. Mm -hmm. When when I blindsided them on the no beach, they had no idea why. And I was like, Mm -hmm. no, I can't trust you because I heard what you said you know, like, yeah. Yeah. So that's it, just, that's how paranoid you are out there. That's, that's, you know, it's not like I thought about this and, you know, I was strategizing from my house thinking about how I was going to play the game. No, I heard something. I changed my strategy and, and moved on. Right. So it's just, uh, but some people go in there and they, you know, like they're planning out what they're going to say. Like they know at their confessional, they're going to, they're gonna say these four things. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Do that. I I didn't do that at all.
2: Did you trust anyone?
1: Yes, I did. I definitely did trust Tyler. Okay. Until I didn't. Uh, until I didn't. Um, <laughs> I I actually did trust Will and Rodney. Um, Sierra was uh, back and forth. Um but I definitely trusted her at the end. Um, Yeah, I trusted those people. See, the the, the day that Tyler got voted out was um, the day after I think we won the orphanage challenge uh, reward. And it was Rodney's birthday and he was freaking out.
2: It was his birthday? Did, oh, I didn't know that he didn't mention. Nobody it. knew that.
1: Nobody would ever know it, that it was his birthday.
0: <laughs> I just—it was funny you mentioned. I—I I just saw like a GIF uh, the other day of that exact of that, of that moment.
2: So it's it's yeah. one of the more iconic moments of the season. Uh, definitely yes. a stupid one at that, but uh, hey. <laughs> the
1: funniest is that he's he's furious at me. Meanwhile, Sierra and Mike were on his tribe from day one.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Right? Like, come on. And I never told him I was going to give up my reward for for him. I told him I would bring him. If I won, I would bring him on the reward, just like everyone in camp told him. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, (laughs) so when Rodney was going crazy, (laughs) <laughs> that day, and you know, cursing me out and Mama C sucks and blah, 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 all of that stuff. Um, they were figuring out how they were going to vote me out next because they were so pissed. Oh. And, and I was annoyed at Tyler because he didn't stick up for me at all. And he was joining in um, saying that he was going to vote me out. And I found that out not from him. And so then when people were like, you want hmm. to vote out Tyler, I was like, yeah. Yeah, he, he was saying my name yesterday, so yeah, I'm going to say his name today. Yeah. So that's why Tyler got out.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, hey, cut him before he cuts you. I get it.
1: Yeah, got to do what you got to do. I felt <laughs> bad a little bit because he thought I was going to play my idol for him.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, it's very cool stuff. It's um, definitely cool to uh, uh, catch up with you, talk about your season a bit. Um, I know it's maybe not one of the more uh, popular seasons, I think, amongst the fans, um, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I definitely would not consider it one of the worst seasons, especially because we, you know, of all the great characters. I mean, think of how many you know, there's already been, like you said, a Bunch of people that have returned. Then you got to think, right. Mike hasn't returned. You haven't returned. Rodney hasn't returned. So there's still room for even more returnees. Um, right. So I, I definitely don't.
1: Well, Rap voted us as what, like season thirty-five out of forty?
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was, I was, I was upset about that. I'm like, come on, now I'll never get back on.
0: <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was definitely uh, it was definitely cool to talk to you. Um, we weren't saying it because you're not. Uh, but we want to see you back. Um, I think Heroes and would be a great one for you, but I'd love to see you on Second Chance or uh, whatever. Whatever it means. Maybe. maybe they'll come up with some, some new sort of returning yeah. thing that we haven't seen before.
2: Runners up. Runners we, up. Hey, we, yeah, we talked about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Runners up season. You just had a winner's season. Or you could do a, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, heroes, villains, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything. Yeah. More.
0: So. Well, we'll be, uh, we'll definitely be hoping to see you, uh, on the screen again, hopefully sometime soon. So, all right. Uh, very Sounds cool. Good. Thank you again, uh, so much for joining. Hope everyone enjoyed. Join um, our Discord, everyone watching. Uh, you can see the top of the description there see thanks so much
1: you're welcome yeah baby <laughs>